0: And greetings everyone and welcome to another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every weekend, same time, same station. So if you want to tell your friends, family and relatives or whoever, that if they want to know more about how to improve the quality of their life and their health, tune in. We're here and we'd love to have more join us all the time. We've got some fantastic subjects to talk about today. Are you aware of what cortisol is? Spelled C-O-R-T-I-S-O-L. Cortisol. It's a hormone that our body makes under the right conditions. Excessively, it causes you to eat too much and to have stress. So we'll talk about how you can lower your cortisol levels. We'll also talk about prostate cancer. Men, you should listen to this. Because not all PSA scores are accurate. There's a lot of false positive. There's a lot of reasons why the PSA does not mean anything. It's just an indication, a marker that you may want to be aware of. A high PSA score sometimes causes doctors to scare the hell out of you. And then we'll talk about why people today are suffering more from arthritis. More than ever before. And we'll show you And tell you why there's a risk between asthma and cancer. And then there's more evidence every day about processed, ultra-processed foods, and how terrible they are for you. They're convenient. They taste good. They taste sweet. They're cheap. So that's all the reasons why you are tempted to buy them. But if you want good health, skip the packaged ultra-processed foods. Then we'll talk about why digestive issues are now affecting more women than ever before. These are all the kinds of topics that we are talking about every weekend. We bring you more news, more scientific studies, more references as to how you can have better health. And remember, health is a matter of choice. You choose your lifestyle. I choose my lifestyle. Sometimes we do not realize the consequences of our choices, but really, truly, everything we do it's a matter of choice. And if you don't like where you are now, and if you don't like the degree of your health now, they were based on choices previously, now is time to make choices, better choices for the future. You can choose the food you eat, right? If you choose bad foods, ultimately you're going to have bad health. Illnesses and sickness, an undermined immune system, risk of heart disease, type 2 diabetes, cancer. They're all influenced by the food you eat. And every bite of food, whether good or bad, affects your chemistry. The food isn't just food. To fill your belly, to stop the craving, to stop the gnawing of your stomach, but to provide you with the nutrients that you need, the fuel that your body needs, the vitamins and minerals and all the other accessory food factors that nourish your body. And also remember, we're here for an hour. It's hard to get across a lot in an hour. I wish I had more time. But you can go to my website, TerryTalksNutrition.com and there you can explore more information on your health. The books I I suggest that you might want to read. The diet I suggest. The exercise program I suggest. There's a lot of information there, including podcasts and other information. But let's get on with the topics of today. today. Cortisol is commonly known as the stress hormone. And these hormones, steroid hormones, are created in the adrenal glands. And in addition to its role in the body's response to stress. Cortisol is important for metabolism and weight management. Binge eating is caused by high levels of cortisol. High blood pressure levels. And an underactive immune function. So you want to control your cortisol. Cortisol. It's a hormone that has gone out of control. You need it. You can't live without it. But you need it in balance. In balance with other hormones as well. Our adrenal glands are very tiny. We have two kidneys. In a perfect body. And we have one adrenal gland on the top of each kidney and the adrenal glands are about the size of a lima bean or a kidney bean and they weigh about five grams but they produce one teaspoon of hormones a year but very very powerful and your adrenal glands can make you feel like 100% better than you may feel today. Lowers your stress levels. It strengthens your resistance. It makes you healthier, stronger, not such as a bodybuilder, but stronger in health and recovery. The adrenal glands help us to produce a situation that is called flight or fight, meaning that you can stand there and fight if your adrenal glands are very strong, or if they are not very strong, they may strengthen you as you flee from the situation that is going to cause damage to your body. So on caveman day, when caveman was out hunting and he came upon in a let's say a, a tiger or a lion the person with well functioning adrenal glands could have enough strength to outbite the animal or run from the animal. So it's called flight or fight. So we want to control a normal balanced level of cortisol. It lowers our stress levels. Lowers our blood pressure levels. Lowers our ability to manage our weight management. People that have high cortisol levels Stop, can't stop eating. They are binge eaters. And a lower level of cortisol will balance our immune function. Maintain a healthy antiviral, antibacterial, antifungal function. Normally, cortisol levels should be highest in the morning as we are fresh. And then because of the day stress, Tiring throughout the day. Fatigue is at the lowest level in the evening. And if you have chronically high cortisol levels. Quite frankly due to stress. Here are some of the causes of high cortisol. Not only stress. Weight gain. High blood pressure. Decreased bone density. Reduced sexual drive and libido. Mood swings. Increased risk of cancer. In a recent clinical study, high cortisol levels increase the risk of death from COVID-19 by 42%. And COVID has not gone away. I am in touch with a lot of different folks in other states. And they're telling me that COVID-19 is back, not at an epidemic level, but back for sure. And maybe may be that way every year. So high levels of cortisol will increase the risk of death from COVID-19 by 42%. Now what keeps cortisol in check? What balances cortisol? You know the teeter-totter when you go up and down somebody sits on it Sit on the other side. You can balance that if you have the same weight on both sides. But if you have a really, really heavy person on one side, the lighter person is going to be up in the air all the time. So we want to balance cortisol. There is another hormone produced by the adrenal glands called DHEA. So by boosting DHEA, it can bring the cortisol levels back down to their normal cycle. So a good formulation for adrenal health will have Certain B vitamins, maybe adrenal extract, DHEA, pregnenolone, which is the precursor for DHEA, but DHEA is a very, very effective hormone. It makes you feel fantastic. It improves all of the other hormones as well. And women, when they go through menopause, and they take a small amount of DHEA, like 5 to 15 milligrams daily, go through the cycle much, much more easy without the hot sweats, the night sweats, and all the irritability, of the change of life. Now, here is a clinical trial that compared the DHEA level to cortisol ratios across three groups. So, there were three groups in the study older people that were given a placebo. Older people, given a single dose of DHEA. I love DHEA. I take it all the time. Well, I don't don't take it all the time. I take it every day. DHEA makes a huge, huge difference in how you feel. And young people, which was the third group of this study, they were the untreated comparison group. Now, the result of this three-group study of supplemental DHEA restored the DHEA cortisol ratio in older elderly adults to levels found in young adults. I guess I would say, which I don't believe in any of the anti-aging, we can age more gracefully, We can be younger looking and healthier for a longer period of time. But I think when people say anti-aging, they mean that you're never going to age. Well, that's a laugh. We're all going to age. We're all going to get older. But we can get older in better health. People that don't take care of themselves. They eat ultra-processed foods. They smoke. They may live in the deserts of Arizona, constantly hot, dry, blistering heat. And you're going to see someone looks twice as old as someone who did not have those conditions. But we can age more slowly, more gracefully, and age younger looking. That's what I believe anti-aging is. Now there are some very good supportive vitamins to DHEA. So if I wanted to make a formulation that would affect the adrenal glands because the adrenal glands are your glands that help you respond to stress or learn how to relax and reduce the stress level. Run away from it, or stand and fight it. Some people that have very, very low levels of DHEA, and very high levels of cortisol, they're what I would call the worry warts. They worry about everything. Nothing is right. They cry over everything. They're not happy. They're irritable all the time. They want to eat all the time. The adrenal glands will help us stand against strength, stand against stress. Doctor Joel Osteen is the type of person that has a very very strong adrenal glands. He's very well built for a young person. He's probably probably five foot seven or eight. Very, very wiry and strong. Not big muscles, but strength. Look at the hair he has. That is conducive of an adrenal function. I met him a couple times. And this gentleman can bench press 350 pounds. That is unheard of. For the size he is, he weighs about 160 pounds. But he has very, very strong adrenals. Always happy. Never complains. But people that have very weak adrenals are constantly complaining. Nothing's right. They're never happy. They cry over everything, they complain about everything. They're stressed out to the max. Vitamin C is very important for the adrenal glands. In fact, we don't store vitamin C because it's water-soluble. But you will find a small amount of vitamin C concentrated in the adrenal glands, only place in the body. And it reduces stress-related increases in cortisol levels. Also, the B vitamins are very important indirectly reduce cortisol levels by increasing a compound called GABA, G-A-B-A, and restores normal cortisol cycles. In a clinical study of healthy athletes, the participants with the lowest intake of vitamin C, B1, B2, B6, And niacin had the highest cortisol levels. Now that's not good. So these vitamins, the B vitamins, vitamin C, adrenal extract, DHEA, are all important for correcting the high cortisol levels. Also, ashwagandha, one of my favorite herbs. Red ginseng, another one of my favorite herbs. Also, romania and licorice are very, very important for lowering cortisol levels. So, for reducing cortisol levels, I would suggest for women. 15 to 30 milligrams of DHEA, plus about 400, 200, I would say, maybe 200 to 400 milligrams of vitamin C. And a full spectrum of B vitamins, including B1, B2, B3, B6, the B6 as P5P, the biologically active form of B6, folate, not folic acid, but folate, B12, biotin, and pantothenic acid. Now for men, I would recommend the same amount of vitamins, but I would increase the level of DHEA. Men can tolerate 15 to 45 milligrams of DHEA level a day. So this is a formulation for lowering your cortisol levels. And that in turn lowers your stress levels. That in turn increases your libido and your sex drive. That in turn gives you a stronger immune system, the ability to fight back when you're attacked. This is all in your favor for lowering cortisol levels. Now, too many men today are being treated for prostate cancer. Why do I say too many men are being treated? That's like that sounds like they should not be treated. So when should prostate cancer be treated? Well, as recently as 2010, 90%, nine 90 percent of men with low risk prostate cancer underwent immediate surgery which means removal of the prostate gland removal of the prostate gland or radiation treatment and they were prescribed hormone blockers and now more practitioners, more doctors Now understand that most men don't need this type of treatment. This is very aggressive treatment. But 90% of men with very low risk prostate cancer did have surgery. The prostate gland was removed and they received radiation treatments and prescribed hormone blockers. And now doctors found that most men don't need aggressive treatment for prostate cancer. And in a new study, 40% of men with low-risk cases are still receiving aggressive treatment. Low-risk cases are still receiving aggressive treatment. So researchers collected data from previous trials, including over 500,000 men with prostate cancer. While the risk of death from prostate cancer for men with intermediate and aggressive cancer was lower with active treatment. For men with low-risk cancer, The best treatment, the best intervention, was to do nothing. Don't be so quick to have your prostate removed, or to have radiation, or take hormone blockers. The best thing to do is just watch and observe if there's any increased risk of cancer. So how do you manage low-risk prostate cancer when there is no surgery or radiation needed? The best treatment is to include 1,500 international units of vitamin D3 plus 750 milligrams of curcumin, grapeseed extract, pomegranate, and syllabin daily. Now this brings down the PSA score. The PSA score does not say you have cancer. It says you have a higher risk of maybe having cancer. And these nutrients, these natural medicines, can reduce inflammation, bring down the PSA scores or levels. Reduce cancer cells' ability to respond to hormonal triggers. Stop cancer cell replication and spreading. These nutrients are also appropriate for more aggressive prostate cancer. And some studies have shown curcumin can make prostate cancer cells more sensitive to chemotherapeutic drugs. I have to pause here, folks. I'm at the bottom of my hour. Time for us to listen to some commercials and for the station to identify itself, and then I'm going to be back. This is Terry Naturally, and this is Terry Talks Nutrition. And welcome back, my friends. We covered a few topics before the bottom of the hour. We talked about prostate cancer and when it should be treated and when it should not be treated. And when you should just take a slow down, don't do anything, do nothing, and just observe the outcome. Don't be so fast to take all the recommendations to remove the prostate. Use radiation. Use the prescription for hormone blockers. Very few men who have prostate cancer die from prostate cancer. So aggressive treatment is not always the call of the day. And then we talked about cortisol levels and how they will increase based on your stress level which causes you to binge eat Gain weight. Have, have high blood pressure. Can't manage your, your weight control. So we talked about some interesting subjects. But let's go into a, a reason today why, why more people are suffering from arthritis. Lots more people. And a lot more people have arthritis. Nearly one in four. 25%. U.S. adults have been diagnosed with osteoarthritis. And by 2040, it is predicted that arthritis rates will have increased almost 50%. Will increase... By almost 50%. Why do we have increased rates of arthritis? Well, one of the reasons why we have more arthritis. You know, any type of trauma on the joint, over time, chronically repeated, will cause arthritis. 50% of the population in America is obese. An increased risk in arthritis rates has been found and linked to increase in obesity rates. Too much weight on our joints. Our joints are not strong enough Healthy enough to withstand the excess weight and pounds on our joints. Being just 10 pounds overweight, just 10 pounds, puts an extra 15 to 50 pounds, 15 to 50 pounds of pressure on the knees. An increased risk of developing arthritis and making the symptoms worse is all based on obesity. Too much weight on joints that were never meant to have that much weight causing pressure on the knees and other joints as well. Obesity, something we can change. We can lose weight. You know, I always tell you, our health is based on our choices. We don't have to be overweight. We don't have to be obese. We are destroying our health by our choices. And steroids will not help your joints. Researchers have evaluated joint inflammation and cartilage quality in 277 patients with moderate to severe arthritis who had been taking what we call NSAID drugs. NZ drugs, which include ibuprofen and aproxetan. And they have been doing this for at least one year. Versus the same evaluation in almost 800 people with arthritis who did not take such drugs. All participants had an MRI of their knees at the start of the study and after four years. The result of this study, no benefits for the users of NSAIDs in reducing inflammation or protecting joint cartilage, no value. And actually it makes the joint more damaged over time. In fact the joints of the participants taking the drugs ibuprofen all these drugs that are commonly taken over the counter were worse than the control group both at baseline, at the beginning of the study, and four years later. You may have some temporary relief. But the drugs actually make the joints more damaged over time. So there are many natural ways to relieve arthritis. And these natural ingredients can reduce inflammation, better than drugs. Stop cartilage destruction in the joints. Relieve pain. And provide building blocks for joint repair. Drugs can't do this. Now here are some suggestions. Looking for a formulation containing rose hips and type 2 collagen. Another well studied combination of curcumin, Boswellia, and Devil's Claw. A third formulation. Which has been very effective for many, many years for the joint is glucosamine, chondroitin, boswellia, and type 2 collagen. There are ways to naturally, without side effects, improve the quality of your joint reduce the pain, and reduce the destruction of the joint. When you're taking drugs, the drugs actually destroy the cartilage faster than it would be if you did not take the drug. Now let's talk about asthma, not a fun condition. It's very hard to deal with. And now they found that asthma is linked to an increased risk of cancer. Researchers analyzed data from 90,000 patients with asthma comparing their health records to the data from 270,000 people who did not have asthma. The results of this research study. Adults with asthma were about 40% more likely to develop cancer versus people of similar age who didn't have cancer. There was a significant difference in cancer risk for patients who treated their asthma with inhaled steroids and those who didn't. The use of an inhaled steroid, which was common in asthma, was associated with increased risk of two types of cancer. Melanoma and cancer of the lungs. Those who did not use a steroid inhaler. Who had increased risk of nine different cancers. That doesn't make sense, right? That's what you would think. So why less cancer with a steroid inhaler? Possibly controlling the inflammation. Asthma is a chronic, complex, inflammatory disease. And inflammation is linked to all types of serious diseases, including cancer. Now, inflammation is not bad for us. Inflammation is a healing mechanism. If you slam your finger in the car door, your finger is going to be twice the size the next day. It's going to be hot to the touch. It's going to be painful. It's going to be swollen. Now, that's inflammation at work. All that process is there to heal the damage. And in a couple of weeks, your finger will be back to normal. But some people have inflammation all the time. Because their body is injured all the time. From what? Why do we have so much chronic inflammation? And 98% of all disease is associated with chronic inflammation. The American diet constitutes the largest contribution to inflammation. Carbohydrates, sugar, and refined vegetable oil are all associated with chronic inflammation so the body is always getting sick based on the diet so inflammation is there to try to prevent the damage caused by these foods you go on a diet that's high in protein much higher in fats Very low sugar, very low carbohydrates. And in a few months, most of the inflammation is gone. If you do not have too much damage to your joints, your arthritis will be much, much better. Your pain will be much less. The damage will be much less. Diet definitely eliminates... The proper diet I should say eliminates chronic inflammation so there is a safer way than using steroids in asthma to reduce inflammation now if you need to use the steroid inhaler to manage asthma symptoms, do not stop using the inhaler. Without consulting your physician, you may need an inhaler and stopping it may jeopardize your health. We want you to get healthy in the right way. So if you need drugs temporarily, if you need an inhaler temporarily, that's all good and well. We just want to build your body up with the right kind of diet. And I really truly believe the ketogenic diet will make a huge difference. And then supplement the ketogenic diet with Boswellia. Boswellia actually opens up the airways. It reduces the bronchial and sinus swelling and is a very specific inhibitor of the 5 Cox enzyme, which is always linked to inflammation of the lungs. There is no drug available today. That reduces the 5-LUX enzyme. Or the 5-LUX pathway. The 5-LUX pathway produces leukotrienes. And when you have a high level of leukotrienes. You have more upper respiratory tract infection. Lungs. COPD. Asthma. Emphysema. All of the. Conditions associated with the lungs, bronchial, sinus, and intestinal tract. Crohn's disease and colitis. Boswellia is proven very effective. 70% of asthma patients treated with Boswellia had improved lung function versus only 27% of participants in the control group. Now, if you want a really good formulation, the formulation would contain Boswellia. That's a tree that grows in India, the Arabian Peninsula, Africa. And there's a resin that weeps from the bark. And that is ground into a powder that has a very specific content of resin that has an effect on our bronchial and upper respiratory tract and function function. Now, ideally, take bosvolia and combine it with thyme. T-H-Y-M-E, not T-I-M-E, Thyme, the herb, Ravensara, and Myrtle, to reduce inflammation and keep lungs healthy. This is a very effective formulation for lung and bronchial health. Now, we've talked in the past about ultra-processed foods. Foods that are not natural. Oh, they're not going to kill you. They're not really synthetic. But they're not natural either. And they are laced with a tremendous amount of chemicals. Pesticides, coloring, flavoring, sugar, junk. But they're easy to make. Doesn't take very long to put together a meal. They're cheap. Save your money and, set, and spend it on food. Food is your medicine. So here's America's problem with processed foods investigative reporters. In England, Analyze the label additives in processed foods from the United States. Frozen pizza, over 100 additives. Packaged sandwiches, 65 additives. Packaged baked goods, 57 additives. Packaged salads, 50 additives from the including dressing and the bread, the croutons. Common food additives include artificial dyes, preservatives, corn syrup. And what does ultra-processed foods do to us? Well, they dramatically raise the risk of an early death. Dementia and heart disease. Avoid the ultra-processed foods, the pre-packaged foods, the foods that only take minutes to prepare, but it's junk. Why do digestive issues affect women more than men? And that's true. Digestive issues are more common in women. Women are about two and a half times more likely than men to experience constipation, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, gallstones, Why are digestive issues more common in women? Well, there's a lot of theories, but not a lot of answers yet either. Hormonal could be one reason. GI symptoms often flare up during menstruation. And perimenopause, when ovarian hormones decline. Slower stomach and intestinal function. In women, food is slower to leave the stomach and slower to move through the intestinal tract than men. Food staying in the intestinal tract for a longer period of time can cause fermentation and that produces an increased risk of gas, bloating, and constipation. And also, stress and anxiety. Stress affects the brain and the gut. And women tend to experience higher rates of anxiety than men. So, to help women have a better digestive tract, and to improve their digestion, the ideal way would be to balance the hormones of the body. And I would recommend 120 milligrams of DIM with 250 milligrams of curcumin and French grapeseed extract. DIM helps prevent estrogen and testosterone from converting to forms that can be harmful. In postmenopausal women, DIM, D-I-M, improve the ratio of estrogen in its beneficial form to estrogen in its more harmful form by 47%. And if you want to improve your digestive tract, The gastrointestinal motility. There is a herbal combination from India containing 14 different herbs that have been used for thousands of years to improve the digestive tract. This has been going on for for a long, long time. And this combination can be found in capsules taking maybe two or three capsules with a full glass of water at bedtime to reduce constipation, to reduce diarrhea. Well, how can you do both? Because it regulates the intestinal tract and the colon. Regulates and reduces gas. Indigestion. Bloating. Bloating. Abdominal pain and reflux, acid reflux. And if you want to add something for stress, because stress causes a lot of digestive problems. About 150 milligrams of ashwagandha once or twice daily. Ashwagandha normalizes stress hormones like cortisol. High levels of cortisol inhibit dig- digestion. And can cause inflammation in the digestive tract. Now, as you learn all these things or become aware of all these things, you have better choices. These are things you can choose to do. You can choose to clean up your diet, get rid of the junk foods, get rid of the refined carbohydrates, get rid of the sugar. Get rid of the vegetable oils. Start using more healthy oils. More healthy fats. Like olive oil, macadamia nut oil, avocado oil, pecan oil, coconut oil, butter, lard. These are all good quality fats. Along with more protein in the diet. Less less carbohydrates and sugar. And with that, my friends, I'm signing off for today. But you can join me every weekend, same time, same station, for more, more health tips. As you now have a better quality of life, all your health is your choice. So choose well. And please pray for this crazy world. God bless you, my friends, and God bless this great country. Thank you for listening to Terry Talks Nutrition Weekly Show. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on your favorite podcast platform, including Apple, Google, and iHeartRadio.